Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, July 27th, 2022. Today on the Ether, the Render Room, Prompt Engineering and Style, hosted by PS Labs with Roop Reynisto. Let's take a listen. Okay. So, I have sent a message out to everywhere that I know how to put messages out. Um... And I think we will start in a minute. Rup, are you still here? Yes, I'm still here. Oh, brilliant. How, how, am I saying your name correctly? Is it Rup or? No, <laughs> uh, but um, that's fine. No, I've I... heard it pronounced a hundred different ways, but since I'm from uh, Finland, so in Finland we pronounce it Rope, so with an O. Rope. But it's fine. Yes, ah, it's fine. Yeah, I, um, I used to work at one of my first jobs, actually. I, I used to work at Nokia. Yeah, and uh, I used to do customer service at Nokia, so I used to work with loads and loads of Finnish people who who'd love go to the pub after work every day. But yeah, yeah I loved it. I, I could never say any of their names because I can't roll, I can't roll my R's, I can't roll my A's. Oh, so I guess it's R's like R roll, and I just can't do it. But <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway. I had a really good time working with Finnish people at Nokia. That was like a long time ago, long, long time ago. But um, yeah, enough about me. I'll I'll just quickly introduce myself to you because um, we've been speaking for quite a long time, actually, <laughs> and uh, like on and off. You've always just like helped me with troubleshooting and like any issues I have. And I'm sure there's like hundreds of other people that ask you all the time and I'm sure you're helping all of them as well. Uh, and it's amazing. It's like, um, uh, you're one of the best people at helping others. You're always there to help, but there is part of like sort of the AI community. Everyone's always helping each other, uh, troubleshooting and things like that. So, uh, yeah, thank you so much for all the help you've given to me over like, probably like six months <laughs> since I started. Uh, and uh, yeah, my name's David. Uh, I actually, I'm based in London. And uh, yeah, we started this um, project called PS Labs back in February, and it's turned into a bit of a community we've got going on. And it's essentially all built around AI. And um, everyone here renders, you know, every week, every day, and and we probably more into nft we're really into nfts as well so it's got that angle on it as well but um yeah that's our community that's ps labs um and that leads me nicely into basically asking could you please introduce yourself to us and to anyone everyone in this room who might not know who you are yes i'm sure i'm sure i can and i want to uh thank you all for again 
for then joining the call. So, um, so yes. So my name is Aroperanisto. I'm from Helsinki, Finland. Um, I'm I've been involved in this um, AI art side for well almost precisely now than twelve months. So I started then last then last then August, which I mean it then seems like it's a long time, but it's been it's been only only then one year. So uh, my main profession is uh, I'm a designer, a, a spe more specifically a kind of uh, a kind of UI designer. So I've been doing that for uh, in like in different roles for the past 25 years. So I've been doing a, a kind of fair amount of design. Um, in the company you mentioned, so half of Finland works at some stage over at then uh, Nokia. So mm -hmm. I I also worked there for for a long time, uh, doing designs for um, phones and smartphones. Then we were then also then acquired then by Microsoft. Yeah, and then and then roughly five years ago i left uh, microsoft and then i was the one of the founders of this virtual real, uh, virtual reality company called then Vario. so uh so i'm not sure if you are in the virtual reality but we do like then high-end um, devices and then software for that um i was there for five years and then um roughly then um 18 months ago i then uh, became a kind of a kind of freelancer, freelance then, then consultant. So nice. And uh, and then that's basically me now. So yeah. Um, when you became a freelancer, what were you consulting on? Uh, sort of immediately well, after. I'm sure you took a bit of a break immediately after. But then after that, what kind of um, projects and companies were you consulting? Well, I'm. I was still doing uh, a lot of design, so I was doing uh, kind of QI design. I was actually working sometime uh, as a, a PM, a kind of a kind of product manager for a while, and uh, but kind of like different roles. But yes, I I also then kind of then took some time off. Yeah. Uh, I'm now 42, so it's part of my uh, midlife crisis. Also, <laughs> that I think quit and you know, and I then wanted then. Tend to do something else. So. I wouldn't call it midlife um, crisis. Yeah. I feel like after you've yeah. done something for like twenty years, it's uh, quite natural to uh, look at other things. Uh, I, I definitely, in my own experience, felt a similar way about photography. Um, yeah. Even though I mean I've been doing photography for sixteen years, but um, I really did a lot, and I've been doing it since I was like sixteen years old. So I'm thirty two. And um, yeah. yeah, I've just been doing it every single day for 16 years and really worked with every client and done every kind of shoot that I wanted to do. And and then I found AI art <laughs> and then now I've, now I'm not really a photographer anymore. So, um, so I, and that, that brings me on to my next question. How did you first find AI art? What, what was that experience like? Um, where did you see it? How did you find it? That's a, it's a good question. It's probably um, Instagram or Twitter. Uh, I mean, I, I've been I've been thinking for a long time. I mean, my two main interests have been always for a long time then virtual reality and then AI. So it's kind of natural to form a virtual reality company. But then, I mean, the AI tools really then exploded. You know, roughly twelve twelve months ago. Uh, 
me as probably many others started then to use uh, VQ, Jan, uh, notebooks and then collabs and so on. So actually, if you scroll back all the way to my um, um, Instagram account, so if you scroll back all the way to the first picture, so yeah, I, I actually started from um, or first videos. Um, I actually started because the, um, the thing I also started to do tend to do two years ago was then to start to learn or practice to uh, do like then screenwriting. Uh, writing screenplay. So actually, the first things I then ever tried to do with AI, I then took text from uh, then screenplays, mm. like from uh, from the Matrix or Star Wars nice. and so on. I then took those as prompts and I, you know, tried it, you know, then just for fun in in a way to see how it works. And if you if you scroll back all the way to my um, Instagram, you'll <laughs> I'm still going. Find I'm them still at, scrolling. Um, it's, yeah, it's as the first thing that, that had I then ever tried, and then that was then twelve yeah. months ago, and I was kind of like then uh, blown away from that. This actually, you know what? Just scrolling through your Instagram is um, just reminding me of like just how eclectic your sort of portfolio of work is. It's you, you really like mess around with lots of different things, um, and one thing I really like because you do like all this intricate macro stuff that you know when I first found out about you actually is what I saw first. And then I saw like these sort of smooth round object things you were doing and is super abstract, but I love that. And, and then like, but consistently for a long time, you've actually just been, you've always been trying to make people and you've always sort of, I would say like really embraced the fact that you don't get perfect people. And I know there's like a big hot pursuit in AI, right. Of like, just trying to make sure like every like people's faces and people just look amazing and like really coherent. But I really liked the way that you were just totally embracing the fact that like the AI just makes really mushed up, uh, really abstract forms of people. Um, yeah. Well, how's that been just <laughs> like the whole experience? How, yeah. How do you land on sort of uh, that sort of creative that you, 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 well, you're, you're changing all the time. I feel like you're a bit of a chameleon. So are you able to speak to that a bit? Yeah, I mean, I think for for then each you know art form, it's it, it's then interesting to try to find the things that are are new to that thing. So I mean, why use AI if your purpose is to replicate something else that you know can be done? If you if you try to replicate a three D render perfectly or a photo perfectly or yeah. or, or something else perfectly. Then you should just then then start to take ten photos or then then to do three D renders. So I'm, I'm then very interested in you know, the kind of the, um, I mean if you, uh, there's there's this long discussion of you know when people say AI art you know what does art mean, yeah. mean and then is it art at all? I mean I, I just spent spent a long time about that, but I, yeah, I, we'll but I mean overall I think. <laughs> I mean, there's two sides. I'm just then trying to learn, and you know, it's easiest then then to learn to try to do do something. You know, um, I'm a really bad. Um, I'm really bad in a sense that if I would want to try to sell, I mean, I should have a much more you know like a consistent style and so on. And uh, I, I'm fine. I'm then fine with yeah. it in a way. And I understand it. It's 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 not a good thing, you know. If you think about artists that sell well, or uh, you, uh, with 
in the NFT landscape, they they usually have a much more kind of light than than consistent style, yeah. so that it, it's the recognizable and, and and that's probably true. If you would want to try to sell as much as possible, you should probably try to find your style and then try to you know. I would say uh, even though you are like a comedian and your style in that, I do sometimes see stuff. I'm like, yeah, that's Roop's rendering and, and and to me that's usually like people uh, like like lots of people who like really collage style effects like just there's a lot of um of your renders just look like mayhem to me and <laughs> i i, I kind of love that it's like a lot of energy a lot of mayhem and it's like a lot going on and and like where most people might see that and think, oh, that's like totally incoherent. You like embrace it and you're like, this is exactly what I'm looking for. Let's post that up on the wall. And um, yeah, I really respect that. And it's exactly like what you said about, um, you know, the, the AI is not meant, I think good AI work isn't exactly like good photography work and good painting work. It, it should be, different and I, I can see that you really embrace it and you really like um you know you, you've got a really good grasp on like what ai is and does and then you embrace it and you post it and you share it but i feel like as you said people are a bit behind on on that <laughs> sorry you check go on uh, yeah and I, and I think there's also like a kind of different thing that i, I mean it, it's highly highly temporary highly you know, then uh, transient in a way that now, now the art that we are able to do in 2021 and 2022, if we go five years forward, all the tools will be so advanced that, you know, it will be so easy to do like so-called perfect art with that. But then you might actually, it might actually then be harder. You know, I, it's the really fascinating to do, like try to do uh, human forms right now. Because the tools, in a way, they are they are not then great. They fail in like in weird ways. I'm a, I'm a, I'm I'm afraid that in five years all the kind of the models are then actually so good yeah. that it, it will be hard to do hands that don't have five fingers and so on. So I mean, now that we are still able then to do it, <laughs> uh, because they are not perfect, it's actually quite interesting. I, I'm I have this hunch and I'm and I'm. And I might be wrong that you know in five years when people see the art that that is then done now, it, it might feel special. It, it, a bit like if you watch uh, films from the nineteen eighties, they they really have this certain style, old grainy, a uh, weird kind of style. But I mean, people might then find it then are much more interesting than this like hyper clean, perfect style that will be, of course, yeah. easier than in the future. This so. kind of brings me on to a very recent development uh, and what a lot of people have been shouting about uh, recently in a in the AI community is Dali. Um, yeah. And I really enjoyed. Sort of, I re I still really enjoy Diffusion, even though I've got my hands on Dali. Maybe I need to mess around with it a bit more, but I still like prefer like Diffusion and Mid Journey. But I've mm. I've been seeing you know these collages of like people. You usually tag it, but your most recent work has all kind of been on Dali, hasn't it? Uh yeah, I got access to it like 
two years uh, i mean two weeks ago or like 10 days ago so of course i'm i'm kind of like always then jump to then uh, our next thing that i have yeah. access to so i mean yeah. i've been using that for now like two weeks i did i have tried then almost every every tool you can mm-hmm. think of for a while before that. i know you have yeah um so I, one thing about especially your most recent work and most recent posts uh, actually uh alpha share or archangel can i invite you up to be a co-host so that you can i don't know how to put pin stuff up to because i want to share roop's instagram um so anyone who can help me with that because i'm a bit of a twitter noob that would be great uh, I just want to be. Able, I want people to be able to see what I'm talking about because I'm just. Uh, I feel like I'm going to be talking about your Instagram quite a lot. Um, uh, uh, I'm going to post it on our Twitter now, just so people can go to it and see. And then I'm just going to then continue on with what I was about to say. Uh, sure. So we go. Sorry, guys. There you go. I'm just tweeting it straight out. His Instagram. So. One thing about like the most recent stuff I can see on your uh, Instagram is, and, and then I was reading on your profile, you used to do photography or have done mm. or are doing a lot of photography. I can really see that in your like latest work. And this is where, and one thing that I love about what you've done with this, right, is because exa- you know what we were worried about, uh, you were saying a second ago about, um, you know it becoming like too real always making hands with five fingers um you know people not you're still taking it now even though it's still hyper real then into like a more surreal setting again so i love like this spin you've done on it like um but then it's now landing more into the realms of like hyper realism and um yeah especially you've been working i can see a lot of like fashion prompting uh studio photography and fashion photography um yeah are you able to fill us in on that how how's that been yeah i mean i've been for each tool or method i I tried i mean i do then kind of try to do the same thing or i do try to find the strengths of each one so i I don't think it's perfect I think each one, if you think about mid-journey or then diffusion models or VQ models or then uh, Rudala is actually quite interesting also. Or, you know, I think each one has their strengths and I, and I think it's, you know, it's then interesting to try yeah. to find it. But I yeah. do think it, I mean, uh, this one does have, you know, plenty of strengths. I mean, overall, it is the most capable one. But of course, they, it then kind of depends or it's capable then to do things that are more, you know, photorealistic. Yeah. What I like is I, it's like you realize it's AI later. Yeah. Like, whereas most stuff you look at it immediately is, it's like so psychedelic that you're like, yeah, that's the, that's AI. Um, yeah. But like this one, it's like, that's real. Oh shit. That's not actually real. That's AI. Uh, yeah. So it's a bit, um, it works that way around a bit more. Um, just cause, um, I've got a lot I want to ask you, so I'm just going to plow ahead with the next question sure. because I think this is one of the coolest uh, things about you and your work that I know of is, uh, well, the question is, have you worked on any commissions? Have you worked uh, and what have they been? 
Yeah, so I mean, actually, the thing that I probably do a lot more than many others are than videos. So, of course, I mean, I do plenty of skills, but I've been actually spending quite much time on videos. Uh, probably my sort of claim to fame is well, I did this music video for um, ASAP Ant and ASAP Rocky called the, the God Hour, which actually it has over 5 million views and so on. And it's been quite a well uh, reserved. Well, uh, I mean, there's really good feedback. So I was the main AI, then, yeah. then artist for that. I also did, I've done uh, visuals for like a rogue shop. You know, yeah, this, oh, nice. Uh, uh, their uh, tour this year. I've done visuals for that. Amazing, man. I did uh, visuals for the latest uh, Hudson Mohawk video. And so, so I have now one big uh, music video. I can't unfortunately say the name, but it's a big artist. So, I mean, well, when I, can I, we expect doing... that? When can we uh, expect that one? In August. So oh, it's great. It's been, it's been now shot, been shot and we have now post. Oh, it'd be good to, when that comes on, it, to get you back on so you can we can talk specifically just about that. That would be cool. Uh... <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I think the ASAP Ant uh, video, if you haven't seen it, it, it's probably a really good example of we spent a long time trying to make it so that it's not overpowering. So, I mean, I, it's often, you still want this, people tune into the video then to see the artist. They, they want to see their performance and so on. So we really spent a lot of of trying time trying to kind of then to uh, make the video so that the AI kind of effects are there then to enhance the story. Uh, and I think we did a quite good job. Yeah, uh, that's one that thing video. I noticed. It was quite subtle. Yeah. Was that done? Was that done by just rendering it out and then like lowering the opacity on top um, of like, yeah, the original so, footage? Yeah, so it's rendered and then it's overlaid back on top and then we have actually quite advanced uh, masks, so... Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's just like lighting the faces and stuff. For instance, I, we put a mask then so that the artist's face is still the film and then the rest is then, uh, then uh, the kind of the AI work. So it, it actually works then surprisingly well, uh, especially when things start to move. Um, yeah. It actually works quite well, you know. Did, did you do that compositing work and the masking work, or, or is there a um, team behind this? No, I did the first version, so I actually proposed that, but then they have a really full-blown, you know, uh, video team that, you know, then does the actual final work. So uh, just to, like, kind of loop back a bit to what you were saying about having a definitive style and stuff, I think this is the advantages of, like, not really having a fully definitive style, but showing that you just, like, know every... You know how to mess with all of it is the, the fact that, like, essentially... You know, you can even go down the route of being a super distinctive artist with like a definite style, or you can kind of be a bit of a mercenary who's just like, you know, really good at everything. And then people just hire you because they know that, you know, you're able to do what they need for for them. Um, and I think like you, you're kind of like landing into that space more, which is like a real, I would say almost like way more lucrative because um, you're able to, sort of well number one work with amazing huge names uh and sort of be aligned with them 
but also kind of just you know not have that entire pressure uh of being like some kind of recognizable artist that, and you have to follow up your first act with your second act and then your third act you get what i mean yeah i think it's actually quite and well known that you know i mean uh, I like to say that it's easy to do something cool with AI. It's the, it's it's really hard to do something specific with AI. So I mean, these these projects are actually quite interesting. You know, when when I then work with a with a commercial client, because traditional commercial clients are so accustomed then to give you know highly specific feedback. So if I you know do a video to them and then they ask that here. In this moment of the video, could you, you know, change this to be something like that, or you know, could you do something else? Uh, and you know, as as you then know, it, it's not as easy then to yeah. then make those changes exactly. Do, do, do they do you get requests like that, or are they relatively thing? Are they are they a bit more like, you know, do you let them know like, yeah, this is AI guys. Uh, it's not exact. It's not an exact science. Oh. Well, it's then part of the learning, but of course, it's it's also a kind of then challenge to me, and then basically then to everyone who then works. You know, it's not a good answer just to say that no, I I can't do it. So of course, I mean, then yeah, I, yeah. I, I'll give I, it then, I then try to do it, do it, and you know, yeah. then it's it's actually a very good way to try to learn something new you know when some yeah, somebody yeah. then asks you then to make something specific uh, yeah no, no that's um you, you're totally correct um perfect i'm going to uh just quickly move things along one more time actually no it kind of flows um quite well how how did you get those how did you get these projects like uh what what did you do to get asap rocky uh, come to you and ask him, ask you, Rup Reinisto, Rup Reinisto in Finland, to make his music video. Well, uh, in the case of the ASAP video, I it was the mu- music video. Then the director, a gentleman called then uh, Gerten Harmans, he's from uh, Amsterdam. I think he's saw my stuff on Instagram. So I, I did actually uh, quite much, uh, most of the projects, also the roadshop project was, I got the roadshop project because I think it was the kid of the, one of the roadshop uh, wow. members who saw my video on Instagram. This Amazing. crazy video, and he then showed it to his you know, dad. And, <laughs> and But I, I think uh, my, I mean, a really good self promotion tool is just to post stuff on Twitter and yeah. and on, and that, on Instagram. What I love about that, right, is um, like essentially like your your Instagram's not huge, right? You've got about two thousand followers, but you have even out of those two thousand followers, you still received like a bunch of well, basically really high quality projects out of it. Um, which I really love because it's like, you know, a lot of people think I need 30,000, 40,000 followers. You know, it's all about followers and it's all about how many followers. It's actually like not about how many followers you have. It's about just like who is following you. Um, because, yeah, all you need is literally like three or four followers who are just massive producers uh, or, you know, actually have projects to dish out to people. 
and um that's why i like you've just been like really consistent and as i mean i've i've been following you for a long time and i'm su- honestly i'm surprised <laughs> you i think it's because your style changes so much might be one factor but that's like something that me as like uh like just a fan of your work really loves is the fact that like there's no fixed style you're you're always playing around with it so i like i feel like i'm watching your journey of you like playing around with like the latest stuff and like seeing what it can do and i i love that really you're like saying okay this is me this is rup rup style and um just being like okay that's it for now and i'll only change it a tiny bit you're like really not scared to uh just make massive drastic changes and just try the new thing and uh yeah the, i think that's why like you're maybe you're getting all these projects because you, you're so innovative with the ai tooling that you has been given to you and that obviously i think another thing about the work is you couldn't give all this ai tooling to just anyone and for them to just produce this range and quality it's obviously coming from like a, a previous experience like previous very deep experience in like creative direction and uh yeah sorry i'm just like singing your praises right now <laughs> just like so, I'm yeah just, like, i uh, feel a bit a bit embarrassed but yeah no no i was just saying, but yeah um, i think that actually you know the, the mean, thing the work's yeah. so good but you haven't, you haven't i was just saying like, you haven't got like a huge following but out of that following it's like some very serious people who who are there you know well i mean i'm really not then extremely good at social media. I must be honest. I mean, I'm not the most. I, uh, to be honest, I mean, I have good excuses. So I have two small, small girls at home, and you know, and <laughs> also I, I really unfortunately don't have just simply just the time or the kind of the energy to spend as much, you know, interacting as I probably should. You know, of course. I mean, but yeah, I mean, uh, I don't think you really need to. To be honest. Just keep doing what you're doing. You've really picked up like ASAP Rocky, Rokes up. Those are probably like the biggest jobs in AI that are going currently. You know, I'm sure in the future there's going to be more, but you'll be perfectly positioned to like pick all of that up when you know this. It's already exploding. It's like a constant explosion. <laughs> like the past half year has just been like a constant. I mean, you were in it longer than me. I joined around January, so I've been in it like. Uh, what like six seven months but um yeah it's, it's just felt like a constant explosion getting bigger and bigger and bigger yes uh that's that's true i mean that's in that I, I wanted to actually you know my kind of big plan uh, i actually then hinted it at the start uh, it then relates to this screenwriting thing in some way that actually my big Plan. This is probably a good then segue to the next uh, topic. Also, you know about the future. So, I mean, where do I see this going? Yeah. Uh, I mean, this would go actually into multiple things. Um, the thing that I'm interested in personally, it actually, in a way, funny way, uh, goes back to the screenwriting screen play thing. That I, it will be actually highly feasible that these tools in the future will permit you to, you know. Uh, write a story. I mean, right now you can then uh, write a prompt, and you know you can get one you know picture back or a short video clip. But but it would be perfectly feasible for that to start to expand. So I would actually you know 
in some years I do, you know, write a screenplay or, or short story, and then actually have that whole thing, you know, then are rendered out as, you know, like then still pictures or even like the videos. Yeah. And, you know, and then Would that's... you say that's not currently like already possible? Well, um, it is kind of like one problem. I've been trying to do this for a while, but actually the problem with that, if you try to make like a kind of comic book, for instance, I've been trying to do that, you know, several times. <laughs> it, the the particular challenge with AI at this moment is is that it's hard to replicate a specific then persona back. So let's say I would want to do a comic book adventure or a story of, of a particular person. I can do individual pictures, but it's then super hard for me to try to render the same person who would be on like 20 different pictures. And in this picture, he would be doing that. And then in the next picture, he would be the running and so on. Yeah. Yeah. I can't yet, you know, get the same face. I, I can't say, you know, hey, the same person should be in this picture and then in that picture. But I, yeah. but that would then certainly happen. I mean, it's not then impossible, but I mean, that's that's the biggest, you know, yeah. problem right now. That's like me. more like composite. You, you have to do it now, you'd have to composite that stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, what do you think it'll do in terms of, like, general business? Like, how do you think, like, just bigger and general businesses, like the ones we see every day on high street, uh how this kind of how ai is going to sort of affect marketing advertising all the stuff that maybe you know we don't see it on tv yet but i'm pretty damn sure we're going to see it on tv in like, the next year or two um like uh, like just beyond like that like essentially what are, what are your sort of what do you think about how deep this is how widely it's going to be taken up well, I mean, I, I think it, it, people are then then super supremely uh, then pragmatic in a way that you know they will pick it, they will pick a tool up if it helps them to be faster or more creative or then then better quality than than the tools they are using right now. So of course, for that or or then cheaper, uh, and of course there's uh, there's tons of tons of discussion on you know on the interwebs about, you know, these tools will then kill jobs, which probably true. I mean, they will also create new jobs and that, that's probably yeah. true. Uh, they will permit then then to create more art. Uh, yeah. I think that's, that's probably the answer that if you think about like a club, some, you know, club somewhere, they might actually now start to create an art for every evening that they have something. So if they do an advertisement, or I mean, I mean, there might be you know new opportunities then to create art, whereas right now it would be too costly then to do what? art for, for something. Yeah. It, it would One just then also reading, expand. Very interesting. Sorry, sorry, yeah. no, no. I'm oh, sorry. I was just gonna say one thing. One thing I was reading that was very interesting today was essentially every single person's Instagram feed being totally AI generated. So every single person's feed is totally custom to them um and yeah i think that's quite um not quite feasible when you look at how powerful this stuff is like and how quickly it's developed in literally just like one year it's just ridiculous and it's scary it's actually it's pretty scary i'm just glad 
you know, we kind of have a rain on it a bit, but um, it's pretty scary still how it how quickly it moves. Yeah, I think it's you know, to be honest, I, I think you, me, and then everyone on this call. I mean, the change will happen, and you know, either you can try to fight against it, or then you can be try to be then one of the first persons that you know are then yeah. into the scene, and you know, you might still be you know have your part to play in the future and, and i and i thought you know instantly that you know it's insane to try to fight against it it's much more interesting to try to be try to be like a good force in it or you know try to you know see where it lands and you know and yeah. if there's a role to play i feel like people who are kind of against it all they have never used it they've never gone down the rabbit hole because for most people who first get their hands on this stuff and start using it it's it's a bit of an epiphany you know it's a very beautiful moment actually when you when you, when you do your first render uh, and like you just made this thing out of thin air it's like magic and um and and, and you see it so often and, and you post I, I read your like recent post about this uh essentially someone saying like oh it's just the clicking button or or like it's not real art you know argument and basically like you know one thing i'll say is photography came across the exact same argument when photography was invented um but like now you know anyone who disregards photography as an art form is you know (laughs) living under a rock but um, yeah, no. Yeah, how, how, how do you, what I, do you see people yeah. who like give you know who give shade onto AI and say it's not an art form? What what's your your argument back to that? Well, I think there's actually a, it's an it's a favorite then um, area of mine. But I, I think there's two you no know, answers to it. I mean, first of all, if you relate to um, existing art forms like the photography or painting or sculpture or whatever. There's plenty of paintings. Um, is then um, each painting drawn, you know, by each person? Is it all art? I mean, one can argue that you know most paintings or or the most photos are not probably art. Uh, art exists, you know, uh, there. But I I didn't think the real question or, or the real answer is also that you know so what i mean if i would say probably that you know 99 percent of all photos taken are not arts you know but they yeah. but they are still you know uh, um extremely important for a multitude of reasons they are used to communicate or they are social things or they are self-expression or you they record your thoughts and history and so on it's oh, not so used in medicine to record. Yeah, I mean, it's you know training or communication and, and so on. Uh, art yeah, is true. not the only thing that matters in a way. That you know how important in the grand scheme of things is the question that you know is this particular photo, for instance, art. I mean, it, it's a kind of like the pedantic question almost that you know what's yeah. the difference. I mean, uh, I send photos in my emails or I send um. Inst- instant messages that have photos. I, I, I know uh, the persons who receive them are not thinking, well, is this art? <laughs> this, yeah. this whole question that, you know, uh, It's just information. 
Yeah, I mean, it's a way to co- it's a way to communicate, and uh, and and I think you know, uh, communication has has also then evolved a lot. So I mean, from from the kind of the SMSs to videos, and then emojis. I'm pretty sure that in the future, when you send a message, you are you could actually create an a AI picture and send, send them that instead because it, it would be so fast and so easy so you know it, then you could send an individual you know ai picture to somebody else yeah, experience. Yeah. but i think that's a that's one example of the, well like those pictures are, are probably not art but i mean so what have you seen the um i think it's mark cuban like his company where they're basically creating corporate videos corporate training videos and all you do is put in the text and then, and then, like um, you put in the text, and then it just generates like a speaker who just speaks in like a really typical corporate video, just educating people. Yeah, have you seen that? Yet? Yeah, uh, probably. I I haven't to be honest, but I I do certainly. Imagine I'll send it that. to you. Yeah, it's right there, and like it's really kind of there in the corporate world because you know those corporate training videos usually cost cost these companies like thousands if not tens of thousands mm. of pounds to produce and so like they really have an ai producing all that and it's pretty damn good like i wouldn't know that it was ai unless i literally just went to the website and used it all and saw that it was ai um and just to kind of move things along a tiny bit again is what are you looking forward to like in terms of the whole AI art space, are there like certain things? I, I know you mentioned developing stories and characters, and for that to be, um, you know, there. Um, but are, are there sort of uh, some other? What, what other things are you you really hoping comes through with AI? What are you looking forward to? Well, I mean, uh, the thing that will, of course, happen is that will this are uh, mainstreaming. So, I mean, right now it's still it's still then hard to do. So, I mean, of course, if for you know people that do have the patience to learn to use Colab notebooks and so on, I mean, it, it's it's not impossible, and and it's a whole lot easier than a few years ago. But still, like, I'm still waiting that when it will be integrated then into Photoshop and so on, and you know when. There will be a proper then interactive then UI. So uh, right now, if you still uh, have the patience to like go to open your distro diffusion and then you see those twenty weird then settings of like what does this clamp max do? And now I try to put like clamp max 0.08 and then I render for then for then one hour and see. I try to deduce, you know, what the hell then happens. So I think you know. Yeah. There's a big jump still to be made into making it like much more easier. I don't mind it, but I, I in a way that you know, then then yeah, as, then, so I think then there's an happens. argument for and against that, you know, because um, uh, for example, when every when you ta- when you start to take away all the options, you well, well, number one, actually, this is something we need to talk about is prompting, because mm. actually, I think most people in this room. Honestly, it's probably the number one way to help people improve um, their rendering. But yeah, I was just going to say, like, um, you know, some people like that really big range of control that they can have. 
And obviously on the other side, it's like, you know, you can just give the, is part of what we do where we do all that research for people. We map out like every single parameter by different orders of magnitude. And then like from that, we then define like what is like a sort of universally good setting. And then, and then like, we just then just, um, this is like the other side of our business. We let people submit their prompts and then we render it all for them. And then we, and then we mint everything as NFTs for them uh, mm. online. And, um, and then, so actually that like most of the people here, I might quickly move the conversation on to this is, um, prompting because most of the people here, uh, can probably mostly benefit from advice on prompt engineering. Do you, do you have it? What, what, what tips do you have for prompting and then that? <laughs> Yeah, that is the key, you know, that is the future profession. There will be these these prompt engineers. And I'm I'm not actually joking when I say that it will be a real profession. I mean, uh, okay, so a a few tips, of course, there. First of all, there's plenty of good stuff online. So there's this prompt books. I mean, sure, if you read, I mean, there's a few online then kind of uh, documents. And they're actually slightly specific for each one you're, you're using. But I mean, if, if you search online for like the Distro Diffusion Guidebook or the kind of the prompt books, uh, they're actually extremely good. And then everyone should read it. Uh, read them. That's the first tip. The second tip is that I, I'm not a shield for uh, Mid Journey, but I do want to promote Mid Journey in so far that, you know, Mid Journey is not only about the art creation tool, but actually, if if you join or try Mid Journey, actually the cool thing is that you see then everyone's prompts. So if if you go there, and that's like a super great way to learn. So you go to Mid Journey, there's a free trial. Go to their Discord, and you'll actually see you know real life thousands of prompts. And I think that it's hard to, for me to think of a kind of better way to learn. What's so funny um, about Mid Journey is um, we used we used it to produce an entire collection and then a few other collections as well, right? Mm. Um, yeah. And it's a really specific prompt. It's a really long prompt. It's like 30, 40 words, right? Mm. Yeah. And we were running it like all day, every day. And like, you know, it'll pop up like literally every five to 10 seconds on the feed. Mm. And it produced the project. And and it took like literally two or three weeks to produce the prompt. But then, and then like someone in our team sent me like a prompt back to me, um, saying, "Oh my god, dude, you need to like use this prompt to like do you know characters or whatever." And I was like, "Yeah, man, where did you get this prompt?" He's like, "Yeah, I just swear it on me, Jelly." I was like, "Yeah, that's the, like our fucking prompt that we made ourselves." Uh, and I was like, yeah, of course, people picked up on it, you know, because the, the results were so good. And we were literally using it like every five seconds for like yeah. 10 hours a day. Um, so, it's, yeah, there's a... I'm glad like people picked up on it and, you know, making good work with it. But it comes to, you know, the secret source. You know how a lot of um, AI or generative artists have like their secret sources. The, mm. the words... Uh, to be honest, settings aren't really the the secret. It's like the, the prompts, like that's what they you know really protect. Um, and so, 
there's kind of like a, obviously as you said it's amazing for learning but i've just i was just bringing this up because firsthand i've learned how like that it's just like come right back to to us that like uh, essentially loads of people have been using the same prompts we have sorry i took it a bit off piece there but yeah 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 i mean loads it, it, of guides it, online mid journey the feed yeah mid journey anymore yeah i mean a mid journey is great and i think that's a kind of underappreciated you know point of it's of the learning problems anyway uh uh well then of course third tip i mean it's kind of like it's really important then to understand, you know, how these, how do these systems train themselves? So, I mean, they train themselves by massive amount of internet pictures that have like uh, textual descriptions, and and it's not, it's not done by hand. So it, you then scrape, you know, hundreds of millions of stuff. So I think it's really good exercise. Actually, you know, every time you're on a web page, it's really uh, actually, then just then try to observe. Actually, you know, pictures that have you know uh, text. Uh, sorry, uh, I, I lost the word. Text uh, descriptions. Captions. That, you know, yeah, yeah. Captions. Yeah, captions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, just then try to observe how the world works. I, I, it's actually, you know, what kind of captions are are created for pictures that you like and so on. Uh, fourth tip. Uh, is this website called uh, Clipfront? Uh, Clipfront, yeah, uh, which is actually you write text into it, and it actually tries to produce pictures uh, from from the clip that they match, uh, and it actually works in both ways. You can either write text prompts to it and ah. see pictures back, or you can then upload a picture. And then get results back. That's and awesome. You can like reverse engineer. Yes. So if you have a cool picture and you wonder, well, how did I replicate this with prompting? You can actually do a picture, then upload of that picture into Clipfront, and you'll get results back. And then you, if you observe the descriptions of those results, so you actually see like twenty, you know, results, and each one have a, has a description. You can actually kind of like try to learn that you know what kind of words then come out it, it's a bit of a kind of interesting you need to do some uh, mental you know exercises there yourself but it's, it's actually a super cool tip tip you know this yeah. uh, i highly I didn't know about that. i recommend everyone to try then clip front clip. Uh, which is this website well yeah, uh, i'm gonna save it i'm gonna uh, push yeah. that out to our users just uh, yeah. so, so they can try oh that's well, awesome well, yeah, our clip front, but of course the final, this is a very much a cliche, uh, cliche, but I'll say it anyway, you know, once you know the rules, you should then break them. So I, yeah. this whole thing of like training or, you know, it, it, it then depends on, on your goals. But if your goal is to make something different than somebody else, if you just then go by the guidebooks and, you know, write what's in the guidebooks, then you will do art that is... Will they look like the stuff that is in, in the guidebooks? Nobody has, you know, coded these systems. They accept, you know, just about everything. Try to write, you know, weird text, fake names. Try to write <laughs> their uh, numbers or then emojis. Try to do long prompts, uh. long sentences. That that is really, the, I mean, the, you're true that you know, 
most people don't want to share their share their exit prompts. I also don't want to share my exit prompts because yeah. I spend you know countless of hours uh, exactly. working. But I, I think you know that that is really your key to make something specific to you. You know, go crazy. You know, get drunk and you know write you know weird prompts or you know <laughs> and and then experiment. So your prompts will not be in the guideboard if if you yeah. if you wanted to do something specific. Uh, you know, or if you if you want to find something new, so um, you know, once you know, it's then super cool to know the rules and then to use them. But you know, combine, you know, the kind of safe and the kind of the familiar side of the yeah. with, with something you know that that is highly weird or you know highly specific, and that's the way to then to do something that nobody else is then creating. Oh, that's um, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome advice. Um, and just back, off, straight off the back of what you just said, that's essentially when I've got the best results I've ever got is just um, uh, taking like one thing from one place and mixing it with just a total far opposite thing from another place. Like, uh, do you know who Ernst Eckel is? The, he's like a German biologist from like the 19th century. He used to do these like really detailed pencil drawings um of like just organisms anyway then like one, one of my favorite formulas is by Ernst Haeckel in real engine and it just creates this like you know these detailed really intricate things but it's like a free it's like a free sculpture still so yeah it's just like taking this like artist from the 19th century and then make, putting it under an engine is <laughs> yeah just uh, as you said like very Breaking, doing things that shouldn't be done, like uh, stuff that is just wrong or just shouldn't be put together usually, usually makes the most interesting uh, results for people. And uh, yeah, hey, thank you so much. Th those tips, there's some hot tips right there. <laughs> Going to try write them down. I think those deserve to be written down and just shared with people online. So I'll, I'll try to do that later on. Um, what do you want to do for generative art? Well, like, uh, uh, do you want to do I, it full time? Well, I think you know it's a tool in in the, in the toolbox of a creative person. So I, I think it's important not to you know have rely only on one kind of the hammer or you know say that this hammer is the right tool for for the older nails. Uh, I think you know it, it depends on then whatever you want to do, I, I think there's ways to combine it with what you're doing right now. So if you're doing music, or you can, you know, use this with music videos, if you're doing photos or pictures or then um, illustrations or movies and so on, you don't combine this with your existing workflows. But I, I, I do think, you know, there's no point in trying to be like 100% AI, you know, what's the, I mean, yeah, it, it, it's still, it's still code. It's still you no know, ways to tend to do something new, but I I don't think the audience then doesn't care. Uh, I don't think they care if 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 the things you create are hundred percent AI or the fifty percent AI or twenty five percent AI. Nobody really cares. I mean, the end result, you know, is the thing thing that yeah. matters. I mean, for instance, me every picture I create. I don't really post them as is. I then import them all into Lightroom. I play around with the kind of the colors and tones and so on because I want to, you know, present the, the best pictures possible. So I, I think it's 
it's it's very important to, or I think it's important, you know, to try to understand that it, it's still it's it's a slave, and then you are the master, and you know, you know, you should you know find it, it, it's not the best thing for then everything you want to create, but it, it, yeah. it's it, it's a super cool to try to find the things that are, are relevant to you. Yeah, don't like fully. Don't fully lean on that as like the single and only tool to produce what you want. Um, it's just yeah. like a, another, as you said, this is another tool. There's another weapon in the arsenal. Uh, yeah, I, be like I, a I, powerful I, I, creative. If I go back five minutes, actually, one more tip. Uh, I'm I'm gonna spill yeah, all, go all, the, yeah, yeah, all the secrets. Yeah, actually, you know, one more tip that it takes a bit more time, but but it's actually very important or then interesting. Once you try to learn these multiple tools, is that you actually do chains. So you take the output of one tool as an input to another. Yeah. So, for instance, if you know that then uh, Rudal is then extremely good, good at some aspects. You actually create a bunch of stuff with the Rudal, and then you feed those pictures into like the diffusion, and then you feed them into something else. And that's a way to do something extremely kind of then uh, yeah. specific. You if you only do end to end like the distro diffusion, it has such a specific certain style that it's it, it is slightly hard to then to go outside the bounds of that. But the, if you uh, and that's in a way, that's also a way to cheat to have them uh, more than one prompt. So you have a specific prompt in this uh, stage A, and then you import the outputs into the next tool, and and you then actually they run uh, then then something else as a prompt. And I think that's a way to then do that. That is also a trick about how to prompt. So don't think that you must do it all in then one in row. one go. Yeah. yeah. No, I hey, thanks. That's awesome. Uh, we, and then, uh, by the way, just we're gonna introduce Rudal actually on our platform uh, probably next week because yeah. uh, it was brought up in Disco. It's a really special one, isn't it? It's uh, nice. It's like creates like collage style images. Yeah, it is actually Rudal is actually it's a certainly a kind of acquired taste. I'll let you yeah. say so. But it actually for instance one of my best works, which I unfortunately don't have online because it, it, it was also a kind of commission project I did. There's a kind of a horror movie producer in the States and I did uh scary uh creature concepts to him. And, and I actually run it through a two-phase project. <laughs> First, Rudal, and then those inputs into Distro Diffusion, where I then, you know, fine-tune them like that. And it actually, it's it, it's a shame that I, I, I can't share the word because I sold it all. But it's, oh, it's, uh, I see. But it's, like, super good. So I, I think, actually, you know, Rudal is probably the underappreciated than Jim. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. And we're, we're going to roll that out. Like um, yeah. we got that on our sites. It's actually all ready to go. Um, yeah, no, I, I think um, we've covered a lot of stuff. So I just kind of start to sort of round things off a bit with. Um, so, by the way, everyone, Rhinisto, uh produces NFTs as well, so, which is great. Um, where, what markets are you selling on? 
Well, uh, the best way is to go to my uh, link tree. So if you go to my Twitter profile, yeah. on my Twitter profile, there's my link tree. I have, uh, I made a somewhat successful co- collection for the Mirage then gallery. So I think there I sold almost 400 pieces there, but I, I wow. do have <laughs> individual pieces on Foundation and OpenSea and some objects. But uh, I, I, to be honest, especially after the NFT market downturn, I, I've been keeping it quite quiet quiet for the past few months because i think i um, i will try to you know to, i will probably try to be more active you know once the market heals up i think uh, yeah. the market right now is in a state that uh, you really need to push quite then aggressively then to uh, make yeah. an impact and that's I, basically the situation we're in right now yeah i i unfortunately just don't have the time to do it so but yeah, I mean, I I do also have some some of the NFTs there, but I, I think it's kind of like uh, I will probably try to be more active in in that field in the future. But uh, I said, I mean, there's more NFTs are not the only way to you know earn. Yeah, uh, these kind of the kind of yeah. the commercial projects are are actually if you specialize in that, and you know, there's actually a way to make you know income. Uh, with AIs, which is not uh, on, only about the NFTs, we it's, it's more this kind of you know traditional. Side. Yeah, it's so funny how like NF like AI and NFTs seem to go together so sort of perfectly as like two very nascent technologies. They just sit together so well. <laughs> but um, um, so we are all actually most of our communities built with. We got totally wrecked in Terra. I don't, you know, do you know about like Terra, the big Terra collapse, right? Uh, yeah, faintly, yes. Uh, some, some basically, some might argue that the big, um, the big bear market that's occurring right now, like the trigger for all of it, is the massive Terra collapse that happened sort of back in, uh, like, is it like May time? And, um, we had like a really good project going on on Terra, and then we got totally wrecked. We lost everything, absolutely lost yeah. everything. Everyone, everyone lost everything. It went from a hundred dollars for a Terra for one Luna to one in yeah. one week, in like one or two weeks. It was crazy. Um, anyway, we then we then um, got everything going again on like a blockchain called Stargaze. And that's a, a cosmos, uh, cosmosm uh, blockchain, uh, and essentially it's a blockchain which is totally specialized on NFTs. Mm. So it's just like a big NFT marketplace. That's what we fired everything back again, and most people is from Stargaze. But these days, everyone I think is dabbling in different blockchains. You know, it's all about multi-chain now. But um, you should take a look at Stargate. Uh, this is the point at which I shill Stargaze. I'm just going to see if we can get Ruben onto Stargaze at some point. But um, uh, yeah, you'll do really well. It's a really uh, nice marketplace. Uh, and like, you know, look of like your quality is going to do really well uh, in a place like that. And uh, yeah, the, 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 the,
because yeah, yeah we once we came on to Stargaze, we saw like a huge flood of AI projects come on almost like a week or two after us. And um, yeah, some like a small handful of them were really good, but a lot of them were like really. I don't want to like down other people's work, but is people just trying to look for like really fast like money? And uh, I feel like you know the. They weren't treating the sort of the art with enough respect. They they just like they're trying to make fast money, and so uh, for me, it's important or would be very nice to just get like real artists involved in stargaze who like just treat this stuff with like some serious respect and actually produce like really good work and um, and people are like really hungry for it. They you know people know when when it's put in front of them. They know that it's good. They can see the quality, and um, and people want this thing to succeed. So, uh, yeah, Stargaze. Uh, but as you said, is the bear market right now? <laughs> it's like uh, it's tough as usual. Uh, so you can buy your stuff on. I can see object. You said foundation. Yeah. You mentioned one more. Uh, you said you sold it on was object. Oh uh, well, I have foundation. I do have. Well, I, actually, I I said then OpenSea, and then uh, well, it's it's this object slash thing that I can't pronounce. This hit and nunk. Uh, oh, I know. Previously yeah, called yeah, hit yeah. and nunk. Yeah. But I, 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 yeah. I I've been I've been doing some stuff there, but I, it's not something that I've been you know highly. It's not your highly, bread and butter. Yeah, fortunately. So I mean, uh, I've been fortunate, yeah. and and, and to, to be honest, I mean. I've been quite productive also because I, I then you know took this path of being freelance consultant and then um, each day when I don't have a project I you know spend time with you know then AI art and so on uh, and I realize yeah. that most people don't don't have that then uh, luxury so I mean they they then have yeah, to work yeah. full time. So, it's actually an but, awesome it's an awesome thing to have if you've got two girls at home to. To work in generative AI, it means you can basically just spend most of your time at home <laughs> because you just got to look after your computers and then look after your girls. Yes, <laughs> quite good. Yes, um, uh, so, just to round things off, who are the people that you look up to? Who are the people that you think are like uh, the OGs in this space that are doing like great work, uh, really pushing boundaries, um, or just doing stuff? that is totally you know unique well i mean the of course for me the main og is then catherine cross on so of course you know the person who is then kind of in uh made this all, all happen so i mean she her work you know combining uh the clip models with diffusion i know she's still active yeah, I mean, in terms of like then trying to create all, all these tools, and she's still active on, on the, on some distros, and she's still posting. I mean that she's of course has the most. I'm I'm kind of putting the spot, trying to come up with good names right now. I like then, Lynn Marshalls. Uh, it's it's perhaps slightly obscure choice but i i i really like then then his style uh glenn, glenn style. marshall uh glenn marshall yes uh, but i mean he's 
uh, I should probably you know name this more well-known artist, but I think uh, I'm I'm a fan of his work. Um, there's this. I'm really bad with names. Uh, Joe. <laughs> uh, Joe Pesci. Joe probably he does this. It's perhaps not much AI art. It's more a uh, video art. But I'm really a fan of. Um, but I mean, this is probably a bad answer because I I can't share these links live and so on. But I I do yeah, think yeah. that if you go to my Instagram and my follower, so if I mean, Sh- share it with me after. I'll drop you a message and we'll yeah. stick it out as opposed yeah, to. Yeah, I could like probably you know have to... have you know thought about this question a bit more. But uh, I mean, I that's do, all right. I'm I'm then lazy, so I I scroll my Instagram feed <laughs> and uh, and I and I see those pictures there. But of course, yeah. I'm trying to be like I'm kind of like yeah. the same as you. Like I know like specific images and like styles or something that I like, but I like space back to like a person mm-hmm. sometimes is like a bit. Uh, yeah, she's uh, and I think so that is a kind of challenge for us all. So I mean, it's kind of like this thing about you know storytelling and art and artists of course i mean i believe that you know fundamentally of course art artist is it's not only about that picture you know you can do this picture of a cool then sci-fi town or whatever which is fine but of course i mean ultimately people are drawn to artists that have a message or or they want to say something, uh, and the art is the medium, the tool, then to express your views and so on. And yeah. I think that that's a challenge for then all of us. I'm I'm not then good at that, but I do. I'm trying to be like then better, you know. That these pictures, the art we are creating, it's it's not just you know our nice pictures, but it's actually you know statements or viewpoints or or the messages and you know that then becomes uh, recognizable by itself so you so you're not kind of like mm. on, only competing that you know whose picture looks nicest but it's it's actually has a point and i think you know traditional artists be them the photographers and so on of course they're the paintings and arts photos which are then then, cons- then considered art they i mean usually are not just like then uh pretty pictures but they you know try to communicate or they have a theme or a story and i think that's of course my personal growth is i'm trying to grow in then that field to, to actually like and tell stories more than just uh and then the nice pictures are just a way then to tell those stories no i think that's an amazing point to almost like finish on <laughs> so, yeah um and at that point, what I would like to do actually is ask if anyone's got a question that they would like to ask. Um, I'm just going to leave the, I'll leave it open for 30 seconds just for anyone to put their hand up to ask a question. We have covered a lot. You've covered a lot of stuff, I'd say. So uh, I don't know if anyone's got any, wants to ask anything to improve their work. Anything specific, anything general? There you go, We've got Mujin. Oh, by the way, Mujin here is also from Stargaze, and he he produces a lot of like really brilliant uh, AI projects on Stargaze. He's making lots of good projects and releasing work all the time. So, yeah, Mujin, 
hey, you have access to this OG master right here, so go for it. Yeah, hey, how's it going? Yeah, um, my biggest question is, what's your go-to method when you kind of hit a brick wall of creativity? Because uh, oftentimes when you sit in front of these things for hours on end, you kind of reach that point of just your mind feels mushed and uh, you need to take a break. Just curious on uh, your go-to method. Well, I mean, there's, yeah, it's a really good question. So, of course, I, I think there's three answers. I mean, first answer is, of course, time. So, you know, sometimes you just need to give, give things some time. The second answer is that, of course, uh, there's, in a way, it's like a musician might try to force themselves, you know, out of this block by, you know, changing the instrument or, you know, trying something else. So uh, we have a number of, you know, AI tools and, a method and offering if you're just stuck with one it's like you know the musician then picks up a kind of different instrument moves from the guitar then to the piano and, and it might then actually then start to unlock so I, in the same way you can actually use these AI tools and try to try to use something then completely different and then to explore that um, third way is of course to then to get an inspiration so they walk away from, from the computer movies or uh, or then great art elsewhere, elsewhere, and so on. So that that's a kind of Latin, uh, kind of the typical answer. But of course, that that probably works. So you know, seeing seeing somebody else's things, be it like a movie, or then be it then somebody else's art, or so on, so on. So that might help to then to get the get the kind of the inspiration back. But I, I think actually the kind of the of trying to have fun with it you know if you hit the wall you know try to play around with it you know try to try to you know do something bad it, it's like the writing so i'm sometimes i i also do some some writing so you might hit the wall of saying that you know everything sucks but i think you then you just then create I'm highly believe in the fact that when you create something bad, it might then inspire something which is slightly not as bad and so on. So it's important to not stop. If if you're not then doing a single thing, then you won't want you know probably find the next thing or you know find uh, a way to improve. So that's uh, oh man, God, <laughs> Gomijin, go is your question you? I was just gonna say that's a great answer. I really appreciate the uh, the time. Yeah, thank you, Rip. That was an amazing answer. And we actually have um, uh, Glitch Candy put their hand up. By the way, Glitch Candies is like one of the. You know, I'll send you their work later because very different to like our like your work and all stuff we do. But it's absolutely amazing. They work a lot more with like audio and uh, you know generative art with audio is. It's awesome, but yeah, he's stuck his hand up for a question. So go on, Glitch Candy, the floor's yours. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's Koshi from Glitch Candies. Uh, I have a question because uh, I, I haven't been on, in the space for uh, for the the entire thing, uh, but but uh, it's really interesting what your guys are are, are saying, and uh, it's really inspiring. Uh, well, I was wondering if if, uh, if anyone have made or or have you tried uh, like. Uh, getting some kind of like movement or video or part of the video within the into ai into the model because uh, our work is uh, audiovisual uh, like with moving generative parts and i wonder like if if i could like run 
AI on our own collection and then just extract some movements and then apply it to the new collection, for example, as an automation, because like oh, our collection is actually handmade. Like I tweak every parameter and I hand make each candy, but I want to make it automated. <laughs> so like, is it possible to do it with AI in some way? Uh, just, yeah, just curious from the workflow perspective or technology perspective. Thank you. Um, I'm not 100% sure if I understand the correct question, but I, I think there's two sides. I mean, there's these certain specific notebooks that allow you to input also an audio track to be used then to guide the, the kind of the movement of the actual. For instance, if you have like a kind of, kind of uh, video and uh, video animation, which is a zoom, you can actually, you know, input the audio track, which then guides it. So it, so the movement is in sync with, for instance, the kind of the beat of the, of the track, uh, those are possible. Um, but the, do you mean like to create a video from scratch from purely the kind of the audio? Uh, what I, what I, what I actually use, it's not audio reactive, uh, they, our works like look audio reactive but actually they are not like they're more like matching uh, aesthetics but what i mean is like movement of actual objects in space or or, or movement uh, of uh, visual objects like either in film or in animation like to put it like in you know like wider scope like is it possible to actually capture movement uh, with ai uh, with those like models or engines that are available that's probably a wide question. I mean, I think, yeah, I was talking about in, initial videos. Um, maybe are you still able to just like film something like just say on your phone, right? And then just uh, run that, uh, and then produce a video from that. Because um, I just see maybe have a listen back to the earlier parts of this conversation. Root is. He's been with like ASAP Rocky and some other really design uh, sort of musicians and helping with their music videos and stuff. And that sort of initial video video work. Um, and um, yeah, I'll drop a message on like tooling for that later on. But I'll just pass over to Ruth real quick. Uh, it, uh, but just confirm, like I'm talking about being able to put a, a video into the right. AI like basically breaks it down frames and just renders on every single frame and compile that as a video. Yes, yeah, yeah, something like that. Like like looking at multiple frames and seeing like how object is is like say morphing or moving, and then trying to apply that to different parts of art maybe. That's probably a, a slightly. I'm um, I'm probably I, I probably still not. Completely, actually, understand the question. I think overall, how I'm, I'm videos. There's two core, you know, ways of doing videos today. As so, I mean, yes, it's possible. You, you either do videos which are purely based on prompts, so you then write a fairly compact prompt, and then you it then everything, every part of the content is then created by the prompt, and you, for instance, do like a kind of zoom there, so you actually then zoom or pan and so on. And all parts are then done by AI, or this, or the second part, or the second way which I use a lot is is a combination of an input video and a prompt. So you then record something with your phone, or you have an existing video, 
and then you use that as the baseline. But then you have the configuration plus prompts, which then highly starts then to change the video then to be something else. So if you go, if I then if I then shield my own then Instagram account and you go to the tab that shows all all the videos, you'll find some examples of everything that is possible then to do with AI and videos. Uh, if you can, if you go there and you still have some more questions, feel free then to send me a kind of uh, a kind of DM and I, I will be try to answer it. So. Thanks so much. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Yeah, we'll, yeah. Ch- we'll check your Instagram. Yeah. But um, in short, uh, Glitch Candies, it's, it's totally possible. I, I think what you're asking about is initial video and it's totally, basically we can take your entire collection. We can input that into something like diffusion AI, diffusion model, and we can render but is your collection like video or GIF? Uh, video, it's it's can... MP4 or MOV files, like yeah, like okay. the actual collection is yeah, MP4s. So can... Yeah. Yes. So I mean, the, on the, the only thing that is interesting with videos, well, <laughs> one thing which is interesting with videos is, of course, they do take a long time to render. So it's actually uh, you don't see much videos because they're actually slightly slow. I mean. It, they are possible, but I mean, usually when I render my AI videos, it's usually like three seconds of then the, the kind of the finished results take then one hour to render. So if I leave my computer on overnight, I come back and I have like 10, 20, 20 seconds of video, which is a fine, 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 of course, but it, it then does take a while. So, you know, each frame takes a while and so on. It, there has been yeah. advances with the turbo diffusion, for instance, which they made something slightly faster, but that won't help with the videos since each frame is different and so on. But yeah, I mean, it, 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 is, it is possible, but it's actually quite a slow, slow work. So. Uh, just a um, little uh, insider trading for you, Roop. Um, I think there's some really hot animation tools going to come out soon um, on Fusion. Uh, you do you know Nin uh, from Diffusion? Sorry, uh, my sound broke off. Do I know? Uh, basically, I think there's some really, really powerful yes. animation tooling coming uh, for Diffusion model soon. Yeah. Uh, Nin, there's a dude called Nin who's a British guy in in the uh, in the Discord there, and he's essentially kind of told me to but he's messaged me to essentially test out some new stuff that's coming and it's to do with animation so uh because like like you i usually have a rule where it's like, like one second of animation is one hour of rendering so i like, always try to make one second equal one hour and that's like kind of a good a good timing to try to hit but um yeah, yeah. the video is a totally different game essentially it just requires like uh how you say orders of magnitude more rendering power than any still image yeah uh that's the reason i then bought a few computers to my home so i mean if 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 you render only pictures you can probably survive with online tools and collabs or you know specific services but uh these videos uh, i have one computer with the a a6000 and so on because even with with the google cola pros and so on 
you you might still get like then disconnected after 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 12 hours and so on and you might not get you know a sufficient amount of vram so so the v so the video game is then slightly crazy <laughs> so i don't recommend it to everyone but i i do think doctors videos are are highly then um inspiring they're so very very lucrative yeah. like yeah. if you can get in a video like for example like what are your commissions so far like the biggest ones is asap rocky is rakesop it's like all video right yeah so yeah if you can get into video then you're really sort of dancing with the top players and um it's super lucrative and you know that's essentially in ai where the money is because because it's really difficult like it's really tech super technical uh you have to have like a really good understanding of many many different things like frame rate uh you know just resolution frame rate rendering times all this stuff and then on top of that you then need to like as you said put like initial videos and all these other different like different things and and if you met, if you mess it up at the beginning, you won't find out that it's it's wrong until like a few hours in. Once you've seen the first yeah. like ten frames come through, yeah, it's valid. At the same time, it does have, give you much more tools to really do it. So actually, it's a super interesting thing. After, especially after you realize that you can do stuff to the input videos before you feed it to the AI. And you know, I had this kind of uh, mind blown moment like six months ago when I figured out that hey, I can do all kind of crazy stuff to the input video before I feed it to the AI, and and actually that combination of me filtering and processing the input video and then reprocessing it with AI, or the other trick, also my secrets. Sometimes you can do it twice, so you actually uh, render on video and then you feed that video back as an input and then you, you know redo it with ai and and that's actually a trick to do something like then super cool, cool yeah stuff. but i think you know it's building detail yeah so I, I think that's actually a, it's a kind of painful because you, you a video then tend to do the video once takes yeah. for a long time and then you redo it it takes twice as long but anyway so that's also one special trick then to do something Something I think it's cool. kind of like the game of AI, right? Because the immediate gains are huge. Like in the, you know, anyone, you know, people say you can just press a button and make great art is kind of semi-true, especially with something like Midjourney. Mm-hmm. But um, you, the, you know, it's the marginal gains on the other end. That's like where the real, uh, how you say, professionals, I would say, are like made. It's as you said, you know, it's running a video for twelve hours and then rerunning that back through again for another twenty-four hours. Um, that's like those little. The it's like that, and you only maybe get like a ten percent detail, something like that, on it. But that is, you do it because you know it's better. Like it's a better result. So whatever about the time, but um, yeah, this is a really interesting space. I'm really glad you're in it uh i've really enjoyed as you can probably tell i've really enjoyed like your work in general so uh Rube, i just want to say oh i'll just ask if anyone else has got any other questions before i sort of close this up just stick your hand up right now is your last chance to ask Rube, uh question here Rube. <laughs> yeah it's Rube. It, 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 it's a hard 
It's a hard name. Yeah, it's, I can't. It's can actually fun for me to hear it pronounced like a hundred different ways. So that <laughs> it's, it's part of. You can just say yes to anything. It's like yeah. even totally wrong. You just say yes. That's me. Yeah. Uh, hey, but uh, I also want to thank everyone who you know had the patience then to listen to us our ramble. So hopefully we said something interesting or, or useful to you know that you know to you. No, you absolutely um. You're you're a fascinating person, so I think um, uh, it's uh, I I I absolutely want to get you on again. Like you know, we'll catch up again hopefully in a few months' time. Maybe once you drop something like really huge, I might just hit you. I might slide into your DMs and try get you um, on to speak about that. But um, yeah, I yeah, thank you so much, and thank you so much for working. You're just like one of those people who are like super dedicated to AI. I can see that, and you, you're you're messing around with it a lot. You're really experimental, and uh, yeah, I just really appreciate your work. And and to some extent, even though you're picking up like these huge jobs like Rocky and Roiksoft, on the other side, you, I feel like you're kind of like underrepresented a bit because there's other people who are just making like sort of you know still images, doing great work great work but they've got like tens of thousands of followers but then um i'm seeing like you are like just producing work that's like you know surpasses them and you just kind of you're a bit quiet about it and as as you mentioned you've got your family and uh, you're just kind of working with your clients and they're, they're like the big they're massive so like why why should you bother with um things like Instagram, Twitter, you don't need to shill yourself, like you've already got your client base, but I just wanted to kind of expose you a bit more to like everyone else, because I feel like they're missing out on a bit of Rube Rhinista, you know, so uh, I'm really glad we managed to get some of your time, thank you so much, man, for um, giving up your Wednesday evening for us, and um, I really hope I can get you on again in the future, you know, we'll catch up again in a few months, hopefully. Yes, I, I want to thank everyone. So I mean, I, I'm I'm a Finn, and we Finns then really suck at the, at the talking about ourselves or, or trying to shield. I, I, I don't like the word shield, but I mean, I'm not very good at then promoting myself. And so, but I, I do appreciate the opportunity of like being able to, you know, talk. Talk. I think you know this is a fascinating then then topic, and I just talked uh, hours about. Uh, copyrights and so on, but perhaps we then I'll leave that for some, you know, some tended. Some yeah. tended so. <laughs> That's actually, um, I would say, like the the huge elephant in the room or the massive gray area with uh, AI. Essentially, what we need is like a huge lawsuit to come along, uh, and that will define the precedent for things like copyright. But as you said, I think that let's let's have an AMA on that when the lawsuit happens. <laughs> yeah. Because that's um that's a lot to unpack. Yeah, there's a lot of, of food fear, uncertainty doubt there going on with um with there. But uh, I think you know that's probably one good topic for for the next time. So, so I didn't do do think Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, yeah. Anyway Thank you so much, everyone who came. I'm just going to screenshot everyone who's left standing.
for the uh, giveaway. I haven't yet bought Roop's uh, NFTs yet. I'm going to have a good look through because I, I realized I only look through Foundation, but he's got he's got NFTs all over the place. So I'm going to try pick something good and um, we'll be in touch if you've won something. Um, yeah, no, Rube, any, la- any closing, any last words no, before we should end? I think, you know, everyone creating, you know, start, you know, continue creating, continue finding your own. I, I think there's two things that everyone should find. I mean, their own style, but also their own message. So, I mean, what is it that you want to say to the world? And I, and I think that they are equally important. So, I mean, you can have a great message and and the crappy style and you will still be successful. Uh, but, 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 but if you only have like a really nice style, but you, you're really not sure about, you know, what's the point, I, I, I think that that's a way to, it's, it's, it's painful or, you know, you need to be quite then private and for, uh, in tune with you know some parts of yourself to to actually be in, to try to uh, try to express something yeah. from yourself. And I think it has uh, to be. Honest. Yeah, and I think once you find that, then you'll probably find much more success because people that still they relate to people more. I, I think you know AI people are interested in in the people person more than a robot so i think you know that's of course you know a part of everyone's journey then to express their uh, uh, journeys to express yourself anyway yeah guys everyone can you just throw up like a whole uh, wave of hearts just heart 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 for root right now because um yeah honestly this dude is a legend and you all need to you all need to know the name because in one year's time we might not be able to speak to him again, to be honest. He might be too famous for us. So wow. uh, just, uh, yeah, we've got this recorded group. So <laughs> just in a year's time, uh, don't, don't forget about us. And um, we're going to support you. And um, I'm going to try get you over to Stargaze just to release a collection if we can. Uh, and I'll message you about that later. But uh, yeah, thank you. Thank cool. all of you for coming. All right, yes. I'm closing the spaces in. Do you want a little, any? You got three words, Rube. I don't know. You can say it, but I'm going to count down in five seconds. I'm going to be doing a quiet countdown, but the space is ending in five seconds. Go. <laughs> Sorry, I'm very bad at it, but you know. But you know. <laughs> uh, oh, that's it. That's the, that's the words. Okay. okay. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was The Render Room, Prompt Engineering and Style, hosted by PS Labs with Roop Reynisto. Recorded on Wednesday, July 27th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions. Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing. All aggressive, insane from all directions. Smoke rolls in when I start a session. Plink canvas, blaze up the handlers. Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck. Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush. Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers. Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse. But in the universe, I'm just writing some words. Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs. Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded
shit and line them up Just another fixed game of try my luck Go lighten up dog. it could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse When you're dead or putting in new speakers It's a toss up driver or just tweakers Don't stress yo, I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake off the cutting floor We take a little bit of poison and put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling Less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the blocks came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal? I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble Spaces.